Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling. And of course, let's wrestle. My name's Josh Nason. On this week's show, what else could we talk about? It's the eighth anniversary show coming off this Saturday night in Yarmouth, Maine. We'll go over the final card and everything that you need to know about the show. And now joining me as always, the man who never forgets an anniversary gift. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the fine people. How's it going today, Josh? Uh, I'm stoked, man. Just a few days away at this point from the eighth anniversary and a uh, really fun lineup going into this weekend. How you doing? Good, good, good. Happy anniversary, Randy. As, uh, Thank you. Uh, let me ask you a, a uh, let me you call it a trivia question. Do you know traditionally what the eighth anniversary gift is that you buy a, a spouse? Have you heard these things before? Like every year it's like buy him something with this or something with this. You heard that before? I have zero clue, honestly. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Okay. So I guess, and this is something my wife and I do not do this, um, but basically it's like every year is a, like uh, one year is like wood. You buy him something with wood. It's like a traditional anniversary gift. So the eighth anniversary gift I learned today is bronze. So you buy some, if it's a wedding anniversary, you buy your spouse uh, a gift with something with bronze in it. I uh, I have no expectation to receive anything with bronze in it, but well, uh, I've been, I've been gifted some very nice things. Uh, one of our, one of our diehard front rows, Philster actually recently gave me a limitless logo clock. Wow. That, uh, is now hanging in the office, which is very cool. But uh, no, I've been, I've been gifted some really cool stuff over the years, but I can't say much wood or bronze has made its way into my, into my stuff. So uh, as always, I think every year we do the, um, probably the anniversary show. I ask about, you know, memories, thoughts, reflections, all that stuff. And granted, it's only been a year since I asked you about the seventh anniversary, but uh, yeah, we're, we're year eight. And I mean, what, what give, give me some, give me some sage thoughts. Um, honestly, like, uh, I've been getting in my memories a little bit with, uh, seeing some of the names coming through on the ticket orders recently. Cause like, uh, especially the past few months, I feel like a lot of like fans from our formative years are, uh, popping back out to shows again and having a good time. And obviously we're bringing back some faces from the past too. So I'm sure that has something to do with it, but, um, just seeing like, uh, seeing the memories on Facebook pop up too, kind of reminiscing about, uh, previous shows and kind of where we were at different stages of, you know, September every year. And it feels like our biggest point of the year. We always build up to uh, this point and then kind of get a restart with fresh blood coming in October. But um, I don't know, man, it, uh, it's crazy to think about. Um, I say it a lot on here. Time just feels fake. And it really does when you just kind of look back and paw through the history and realize that like uh you know some stuff that feels like it was yesterday was actually five years ago at this point and then mm -hmm. some stuff i look back and honestly like ha barely remember happened until seeing it again and then them uh you know uh, laughing or blown away by uh stuff that we pulled off but i don't know it's been a fun ride to this point uh i hope that we can keep doing it for a long time and i'm excited to be back in yarmouth on saturday yeah and i'd say uh you know there's a you know there's a ton of indie promotions out there in the not only the u.s but in the world and a lot don't make it one year um not even say two years three years you know eight years that's uh, and then do it how how you're doing how the promotions doing and, and still i mean packing the venue uh almost every single month doing some great things expanding out of course with let's wrestle and everything like that 
uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, congratulations, man. I mean, you've it's it's a mix of you and the team you have around you, the wrestlers, and obviously you know the fans as well. They're the ones that are helping kind of fund this thing, and um, and uh, and and they're being repaid. But yeah, eight eight years for an indie, especially in in a region that before was not really known as really like a hotbed of wrestling. You know, you know, and you've talked about it in podcasts before. We've talked about it. But to be able to do kind of what you're doing and bring the names that you're bringing in and to do it, you know, month after month, that's a that's a huge accomplishment. So well done. And uh, I mean, it's a credit to people wanting to support this too. I was talking to Mike Crockett of um, he does the Today in New England pro wrestling history videos for uh, the WPAN pages, and uh, we were just shooting back questions back and forth, just kind of about how limitless started and uh the early years and main wrestling before that and it is it's crazy the level of support that we've received from fans not only in central maine where we started but especially uh where we make our uh home now in yarmouth maine the portland area i don't know it's just it's very cool to see and uh we appreciate it a ton that we're able to keep doing this month after month year after year because uh it doesn't happen without you guys being there well, let's talk about the 8th anniversary show coming up, of course, this Saturday night in uh, beautiful Yarmouth, Maine. Fall weather, falls here, and it's be great weather outside, no uh, no issues or anything like that. And what better place to be than inside the MVETs on a uh, nice Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. start time, as always. And as of this recording, which is a Wednesday morning, under 40 tickets remain. That's right, just under 40 tickets remain. Looking for another sellout. They're going to be available online at limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets until Saturday afternoon. Of course, at this point, uh, anything you buy on the website will be available for you at the door. Of course, by the time you're listening, this tickets have well been mailed already. So certainly, uh, if you're going to go buy, don't get stuck. You know, don't, don't don't assume there's going to be some tickets left. But just, uh, as always, keep, uh, keep apprised of the socials in case there is a, a sellout. Okay, so let's get into this show. So. Again, eighth anniversary show. It'll be uh, live on IWTV for the people that are unable to attend. Uh, let's see. Of course, uh, right from the top, Randy, we talked about this a little bit in the uh, the last show we did last week. Of course, coming off the shocking, and I repeat, shocking. That's the best word I can to describe the uh, the Limitless Wrestling World Title victory by Channing Thomas at the VLC uh, last month's VLC for for how it happened, how it came about. Channing Thomas and the one and only Sydney Bacabella will be having a championship celebration. Um, I mean, anything can happen when it comes to this championship celebration. I don't know what to expect. As you mentioned, the um, the venue has given you some restrictions in terms of uh, what, what Sydney Bacabella can do. And uh, and I, I again, unpredictable. As, as unpredictable as him winning the title was, I think this championship, championship celebration on Saturday will be just as unpredictable. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of eyes glued to the monitor uh, from the locker room or even watching through the curtain to see what the champ has to say. I mean, it was uh, it was really a shell shock to everybody in attendance, to everybody in the locker room to see Channing Thomas walk out of the Vacation Land Cup Limitless Wrestling Champion. And now we get our first address from the champion in Sydney Bacabella since the big night. I mean, after we've talked, we talked last week about this and, and some of the uh, – the demands. I mean, since we have last spoken, as if uh, have Bacabella's demands get even crazier. I mean, uh, again, you talk. We talk about tanks and all that stuff. I and mean, what's this guy got planned? Any idea? Uh, it's a little more worrisome now when you don't get a response. Oh, so uh, now he's leaving me on red and not uh, not putting up a fight at all, which actually worries me a lot more than uh, <laughs> if we were having some 
communication about what's to happen, but oh, boy. you never know with him. Yeah, so Shane Thomas, Sydney Bacabella will be in the house on Saturday for the championship celebration to, again to commemorate, to kick off the, uh, the official uh, Limitless Wrestling World title run of the one and only Channing Thomas. And then we go to the main event of the evening, which you have confirmed. Desmond Cole taking on former Limitless Wrestling World Champion Alec Price, not just in a one-on-one match. They've done that before. But this is a last man standing match. And again, the last, uh, the, the last we've seen a few of these last man standing matches before, last creature standing, as we talked about last week's show. But this is, uh, this is steeped in some history that dates back to last year's VLC when these two were jawing at each other. Uh, when uh, Alec Price is on commentary, as uh, Desmond Cole had been talking some smack to him, is, is coming out, and again, just it was a uh, it was just a whole a whole thing. And of course, fast forward to this past January, and their first ever uh, singles meeting in Limitless. Alec Price picking up the victory, derailing uh, Desmond Cole a little bit, and of course, then these two were part of the four way in the VLC, the finals, and Desmond Cole, of course, picking up a, a quick win or a, a pin, rather, on Alec Price to eliminate him. Of course, Alec Price not liking that too much, not exactly being very uh, sportsmanlike, kicking Desmond Cole, hitting him with a surprise kick, leaving the door open for Channing Thomas to get the pin and the victory that night. And these two, you know, this uh, this is going to be all over the building. Last man standing matches are obviously uh, pretty wild anyway, especially in Limitless, we've, in the ones we've seen uh, in the past. But this should be... Uh, <laughs> This is going to be pretty crazy. These two could be jumping off anywhere. It is unpredictable as it gets. Channing to, uh, Desmond Cole take on Alec Price, last man standing, coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I uh, I think you hit it there. I think it's going to be all over the place. A lot of bad blood here, obviously. Uh, feeling like each other cost themselves the Vacation Land Cup, and they really did. Desmond Cole, as you said, getting a surprise victory uh, over Alec Price with the pinfall, and then Alec, Talk about a surprise, nailing him in the back of the head, taking him out of contention and really just handing it to Channing Thomas. And I, I, I got to imagine felt like he had the vacation land cup in the bag. He pinned Channing Thomas in what, 15 seconds a year ago. So mm. uh, to have him on the ropes like that, to be in such a prime position to take it home and then for Alec to snatch it away from you. I can't imagine how that feels to be so close to getting where you need to go and then having it ripped away. Um, so Alec and Des. Headlining here, last man standing. Uh, it's the second that's ever happened in Yarmouth. Of course, the last creature standing headlined our first ever live stream, actually, on IWTV, Twilight Zone with Chris Statlander and Ashley Box. And now headlining again, the eighth anniversary show, Desmond Cole and Alec Price. going to be a good one. Yeah. Of course, the winner here gets uh, – it's always important to get wins in Limitless, especially with, for those trying to get the Limitless Wrestling World title opportunities. And, yeah, this will be a uh, obviously a big win for either guy for a lot of reasons. And I think bragging rights, you know. Uh, this the, Again, these two have been, have been talking shit to each other since last year. So especially after Alec picked up the win in January and after he cost uh, Dez uh, the victory in uh, – or potential victory in um, – uh, at the VLC, yeah, there's there's a lot of bragging rights here. Two young guys, two athletic guys. This is going to be awesome uh, coming up this Saturday. Another awesome match is in a night of intense bouts. This is the stuff I love, Randy. We already have an already heated rivalry. It's going to spill over even more. We thought it might be settled the first time they met, but I think in the back of our minds, we knew we we're going to see these guys rematch uh, at least once, if not multiple times, throughout the years. MSP. The stalwarts of Limitless Wrestling, main tag team wrestling, main wrestling in general, taking on Above the Rest. And this is the rematch, of course, from 
earlier this year for uh, May at May's Winds of Change. We talked about this. Tristan Ty, Gabriel Sky picking up the win that night. However, DK and Aiden Agro, not really fans of how that went down, have been holding a grudge ever since, and then took to the microphone at the VLC to call these guys out and officially challenge them for the rematch. Uh, I don't think there was any doubt that ATR was going to accept this. So they're on their way back to Yarmouth. They've been on a nice long winning streak. I think that's the thing that's kind of get lost a little bit in in the uh, in the um, in the mix here because everything's been focused on the rivalry. But they have five straight wins in Limitless and Sky coming off a dislocated shoulder and their last victory over Tabernacle team. Of course, he is already back to action. He's ready to go. No, no. If these guys, uh, the MSP, are going to target that shoulder or not, might be a smart strategy. We'll see. But two uh, two of the best around. Going heads up, rematch. These guys, of course, know each other a little bit from that first match. And a lot of intrigue going into this. MSP taking on ATR in the rematch. Yeah, I feel like uh, we're going to get a totally different match here because MSP, of course, coming into this one, uh, you know, not feeling the best about how it went down the first time. Had a lot of uh, things to say about how above the rest were able to get the pin and uh, how they got the job done that night. And then obviously felt some kind of way about the handshake being extended. They didn't accept, which is very out of character for MSP uh, through the years. We've seen them be kind of beacons of the tag team division, welcoming in new competitors, new challengers all the time. I mean, we saw it literally a month or two prior when they uh, wrestled fresh air in their Yarmouth debut uh, earlier this year. And then to have uh, everything kind of flip, just a couple months later with Above the Rest, another very popular team in their short tenure in Limitless Wrestling. Uh, definitely made you feel some kind of way. It made MSP feel some kind of way, and they uh, they let us know. And we're back here. Uh, rematch, Above the Rest, MSP, Above the Rest, back at 100%. Gabe Sky, uh, the shoulder is healed, and they're, they're ready to keep this win streak rolling. And I think it's really going to say something. If they can put MSP away, not once but twice in a row, uh, there's no doubt at that point that we've got a new top team in town. Mm. Boy, that would not set well with MSP. I would guarantee you that, right? I mean, can you imagine that, Randy, having having another loss? Another loss in Limitless. I mean, they don't like that anyway. But a loss to these guys in ATR, this would, uh, I don't know, I think the, the vibe would change. I think it's really been since the workhorse been arrived in Limitless Wrestling that we've had such a team like that has MSP's number like this and, and puts them in a position where their backs are against the wall a little bit instead of them coming in with the home field advantage every time. Yeah. And also we haven't really talked much about this, but uh, a shouts to MSP for really kind of getting out there and working all over the place. Now I've seen uh, occasionally, uh, usually on like Saturday mornings, I'll see a, um, his Instagram or someone on Facebook, something like that, basically they're in a different airport. I think did they go across the country this past weekend or a pretty long plane ride am i am i making that up in my head no they were just in san francisco this past weekend making their west coast debut so um that was an awesome thing to check off the bucket list yeah they had a west they've headed uh down south of course doing support for deadlock and all these places in between so yeah it must be getting their names out there it's good to see they certainly are and uh it's just awesome to see uh you know a squad from maine especially have the ambition and have the drive to make something like that happen because uh, it is a tough area to break out of and any scene is tough to break out of anyway, but, uh, especially being located way up here, you got a lot of traveling to do to get places. That's right. Speaking of traveling, this trouble traveling to Yarmouth for this next one. We talked a little bit about this last week. All bets are off in this, Randy. Anything goes Matt Tremont, the 
deathmatch legend making his Limitless Wrestling debut. And for his debut, he's going against another bull in Big Beef. Of course, Beef coming off uh, last month's crushing Limitless Wrestling title loss to Rip Bison. Of course, Rip then losing to Chaney Thomas later in the night. Big Beef, very proud to hold that belt. Anyone uh, that would listen to him would, would know that. You've seen the promos, the emotion. And he is now returning back to the scene of the crime where he lost the title. And he's doing up against, he's got no easy competition in Tremont, who is a big dude, a violent dude, loves blood, and not only just a match or anything, again, an anything goes match. Uh, crazy is, is not the strong enough word. I don't know what to expect in this, but uh, I, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I do not know what to expect in this, but it's going to be uh, violent. I will guarantee that. Hey guys, I uh, just wanted to pop in here real quick and provide a late update to this lineup. Uh, we recorded this episode originally on Wednesday, but uh, I'm recording this now Thursday evening. Just to give you the heads up, uh, in case you hadn't seen the social media posts, in case you hadn't seen uh, the update to the event page, the bulldozer Matt Tremont has been forced to withdraw from our 8th anniversary show coming up this Saturday. Uh, we look forward to his eventual debut, but it's not going to happen this weekend. Uh, Tremont contacted me from the hospital, actually, in New Jersey uh, early Thursday morning. Kept us up to date with his condition, and uh, we just deemed about halfway through the day Thursday that uh, he was not going to be able to compete this weekend and uh, be at 100%. So uh, we're sending our best to the bulldozer. We hope to have him up here soon. But that leaves Beef with an open dance card for this weekend. Former Limitless champ looking to get off the schneid after a loss to Rip Bison last month. Nothing to lose, everything to gain, anything goes. And now he's got hardcore Jesus Alexander Lee to deal with on Saturday. A founding father of MSP. Uh, believe it or not, his first singles match on a Southern Maine Limitless show. It was always tag or trios with MSP. Of course, we had the match scheduled before the pandemic with Brandon Kirk that never came to fruition. But this is the first singles proper match for Alexander Lee in Yarmouth. Going one-on-one, anything goes. Former Limitless champ. Uh, what a way to celebrate eight years of Limitless Wrestling, too. Having uh, an OG, uh, a legitimate day one in Alexander Lee. Someone who did a lot for Limitless locally and still does today. With the Limitless Wrestling Dojo, with all he's doing in Let's Wrestle, has a big tag team title match coming up with MSP. But now, an opportunity on his own to stake his claim and uh, be a part of the eighth year moving forward for Limitless Wrestling if he can pick up a big win here over the former champ. But just wanted to throw this in there um, so so you weren't surprised or you at least have the update now if you're listening to this uh, show day or on the way to the show. Um, I'm going to kick it back to our original podcast now that we recorded and uh, we'll continue forward. And speaking of Limitless or wrestling history, these two guys have an extensive history not only in Limitless, but all types of other promotions as well. Joey Janela and JT Dunn going heads up on this, a rivalry renewed. And Janela, of course, making his return after, was it, six years away. And uh, at the returned uh, recently at crunch time, of course, losing to Alec Price in the main event that night. Uh, disappointing, did not get the victory uh, in his return. And then another guy that returned recently, JT Dunn, returning at the VLC, a last-second replacement for Ortiz, who was... Pulled away for some AEW duties, but of course, a, a past VLC winner, uh, JT Dunn, is more than happy to take the spot. And then uh, took the loss in a 
match of the year, limitless match of the year candidate against Desmond Cole in the opening round to open up the show. Still just an, an incredible match. Uh, if you have not seen it, go see it. Watch it again 10 times. But yeah, these two have had uh, have wrestled before. This was the last match that Janela had um, before his long uh, uh, disappearance from Limitless, so to speak. And he, uh, he took, t- again, taking on JT Dunn. These guys have wrestled in GCW. They have wrestled in, I believe, CCW and a bunch of other promotions. But yeah, they're bringing this back to Limitless. And both guys, of course, coming off a loss in their uh, respective returns and their respective last outings. They want to get a win here and see if they can start to climb the ladder, make a name for themselves. And of course, on a big stage like the 8th Anniversary Show, a lot of people watching. This should be a good one. Joey Janelle taking on JT Dunn, a rivalry renewed. The last time they met in Limitless, of course, question the answers. In uh, September 2017, JT Dunn picked up the win. The video is available on Limitless Wrestling's YouTube page and also embedded in the post I did, the uh, preview post. You can find it at limitlesswrestling.com slash news. So certainly check that out. But yeah, this is, uh, again, two guys know each other this much. These guys have been wrestling since at least, according to Cage Match, 2015, going uh, heads up against each other. And uh, been singles matches, tag team matches, and I think they've actually teamed uh, together before. Uh, But yeah, these guys are going to go try to take each other's heads off. Uh, coming up, and of course, you know, on, on a on a show that has so many kind of intriguing matches, you know, they're not going to want to get upstage. Put it that way. I think these guys are going to put on a show coming up Saturday. Yeah, I think we got a classic on our hands, and uh, I mean, it reminds me of the one uh, back, uh, you know, what six years ago at this point. Question the answers. Um, it was a loaded card. I think uh, sometimes you have a match or two that gets overlooked, and then uh, it, it blows you away and leaves you stunned. And that this could be it. Another match coming up that uh, has got some intrigue because it's the first time ever these two guys have squared up in the ring, which is always interesting when you have two uh, New England area, Northeast area veterans like this, Aaron Rourke and Kevin Blackwood. But yeah, this is going to happen for the first time ever. And uh, yeah, it's going to come coming up on Saturday. Of course, both were involved in the VLC. It's a card is a kind of look up and down. It, it's a, uh, it's very much people that have something to prove. Again, we talked about Joy Janela, JT Dunn, Beef, um, MSP. But this is a, really kind of a, a big one in that way as well, because Aaron Rourke, of course, he's done some singles in Limitless before, but really in the past few months, seems to be kind of making that pivot with uh, Ava Everett uh, overseas and with, of course, whatever is going to go with art. Of course, the last time you know, we saw Ricky Smokes, we're going to talk about in a minute. Air Rourke uh, defeated him in an impromptu match to uh, advance to the VLC. And, of course, he lost in the opening round to Beckham, a very solid match. And then Kevin Blackwood making his return to Limitless Wrestling for the first time, I believe it was about a year or so. And, of course, moving back to the Northeast, as you've mentioned before, wanted to make an impact and took on Alec Price, did not pick up the win over Alec that night. So he's got a lot to prove. You know, you talked about kind of show-me matches before. You know, I think for both guys, especially ones that are um, – at this stage and, and kind of looking to, to, to make a name for themselves in Limitless is a big opportunity for both guys. And two, as we mentioned last week, two very distinctive styles. Uh, very interesting match coming up this weekend. First time ever. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch these styles clash like this and uh, kind of similar to Janela and Dunn. It feels like a must-win situation for both Rourke and Blackwood. Rourke, if he, if he wants to continue to spread his wings like this and be a singles competitor, find success maybe on his own, it'd be cool to see how Rourke can hang in a situation like this with Blackwood, who Blackwood's someone typically taken to the deep end, and, and he's able to swim in the harsh waters. But 
Uh, you don't want to drop two in a row. And, of course, uh, the cup didn't work out for either of these guys like they expected. Great matches, Rourke and Becca, Blackwood and Alec, but uh, great matches uh, don't always equal the dub, and that's where these guys are at. So uh, somebody's going to fall to 0-2. Somebody's going to get right and get back on track. I'm excited to see who it is. Mm. And this was uh, this really caught my eye last night when it was uh, announced. Uh, of course, last night being uh, by the time you listen to this, a couple nights ago. A fatal four-way. I love these matches. I love these scramble matches, fatal four-ways when you have a bunch of different uh, young personalities, different personalities, and so on and so forth. And this is no different, Randy. This is an interesting one. You got the returning Puff, the returning Love Doug, the returning Connor Murphy, who's always looking to catch a body, and the debuting Cody Lane. So these four are going to go at it. Fatal four-way, of course. And so real quick before I kick it over to you, Randy, I'll tell you a little bit. I'll remind the people that Love Doug He's one of the breakout stars of the road air, of course, and he hasn't been seen in a long time. January 2022 cut loose, and he lost to J.D. Drake in a Star Maker Challenge. Of course, since then, he's made a debut appearances in AEW, MLW, been working regularly on the indies, so he's ready to make an impression. Upon his return, of course, Connor Murphy making his first appearance in Limitless since uh, January is hard to handle when you remember... Uh, <laughs> Connor Murphy came out, started talking shit to everyone, and then Rip Bison came out and shut his mouth pretty quick. So <laughs> that was a tough night for Connor Murphy. That was a tough night. That was a tough night. But that was uh that was the last time we saw Connor Murphy in Limitless. And of course, Puff, the beloved Puff. And I always think of Santa Puff, I've mentioned on the show before. He's a big part of Limitless between you know 2018, 2019. Part of the whole thick boys angle with John Silver and Jay Freddie. If you remember that uh, big rivalry, it was supposed to end with a denim jacket on a pole match if i remember right randy maybe that was an, uh, an idea that was we never got a chance to see but he hasn't been in limitless since the 2020 close set era the blc that year and he teamed with megabyte ronnie as the uh, the beverage barons we've talked about that before but he hasn't in front of fans in yarmouth since uh, january 2020 flirting with disaster so that whole that sentence that long paragraph means to tell you it's been a long fucking time since puff has been in limitless but he is back coming up in this four-way and Enter Cody Lane, hails from Austin, Texas, wrestles down south, of course, the Southern Flamingo. However, you know, even though you may have not, may be not, you know, familiar with his work, he is, you're familiar with some of the opponents that he has faced and also beaten. Guys like Ray Phoenix, Effie, Steve Macklin, Warhorse, Danhausen, Myron Reed, and countless others, a couple of uh, uh, dates in AW, and now he's going to look to make his impression in Limitless. Very intriguing four-way. Different motivations, different characters. I have no idea what to expect in this, but I, I guarantee I'll be smiling at the end. This is going to be good. And, of course, we're going to see uh, a few other things in the show. Becca is going to be in the house. Of course, Becca recently announced to be challenging for the MLW Women's Featherweight title. as She's going to be taking on former or uh, past Limitless wrestler, Delmi XO. And Arts Ricky Smokes is going to be in the house, as well as the return of the uh, the brawler himself, the one called Manders. First time we've seen him in a while, so in, uh, in a little bit more here. So a lot of intrigue with some of these other names on the show, Randy. Yeah, I'm stoked that Manders will be back. Um, that's one we've been trying to lock in for a minute. And uh, dude's busy. He's actually just getting back this week from uh, his first tour, I believe, with WXW in Germany. Yeah, Manders, of course, uh, we don't know, why, at least at this point, I don't know what's going to be planned for him, but he'll be looking for his first victory in Limitless, assuming he uh, gets in the ring here. Take, you know, of course, he made his de- uh, his debut against in a, uh, a multi-man match, and CJ Cruz picked up that win, then took on the one and only Rip Bison and took the loss there. And, of course, uh, that was followed up with... <laughs> Talk about anything goes. I remember this one against Slade back in uh, May oh. 22's 
acting up. That's a brawl. So yeah, that was he's a bloodbath. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he is always down to clown, and if, if by clown I mean bleeding and fighting and brawling, all that stuff fits right into the two hundred seven lifestyle. If you ask me, he certainly does. Uh, he's a welcome fit under the limitless roster whenever we can set something up. That's right. Of course, Ricky Smokes returning. Of course, uh, this will be his first appearance since uh, since the loss to Aaron Rourke. That surprise loss. Uh, that you know impromptu match, one of my matches of the year. I love that match, and uh, we'll see what Ricky Smokes has to say and all types of other stuff as well. So yeah, under 40 tickets remaining for this Saturday's 8th anniversary show, Yarmouth, Maine, Ambets, you know you know the place, you know where to get there. If you haven't bought tickets yet, do so now, and then join us. If for some reason you can't, uh, IWTV, of course, for subscribers. The show will be airing live. Anything more to say about this before we uh, re- reveal the date for Fresh Blood coming up in October? I think we got it. Hit him with it, Josh. Coming up, Saturday. October 28th, Fresh Blood 2023. Limos returns to Yarmouth and Vets. I can't tell you about talent because I don't know who's going to be on the show. I can't tell you about tickets because I don't know who's going to be on the show. But I can tell you, there, if you're in the house in Yarmouth or if you're watching on IWTV, you're going to get the inside scoop first on everything coming up for Fresh Blood coming up Saturday, October 28th. Randy, it's going to be fun. It is. Uh, Fresh Blood, always just such a fun time because uh, we really have a lot of opportunity for new talent to show up and show out in Limitless Wrestling. And it's a show built for that, which uh, a lot of them, you know, it's a competitive roster. And on top of that, the spots that come in are few and far between. So uh, to be able to have a show like this where it really opens up kind of the core roster of Limitless Wrestling to fresh matches, new people, maybe some returning faces as well. Uh, just a fresh way to kick off a new chapter after the eighth anniversary show. I love it. Uh, you can confirm, uh, whoever let's wrestle return to the indoor yard sale brewer on uh, November. Yeah. November 11th. God, I'm get my dates wrong. November 11th for no hard feelings. We'll talk more about this in, uh, in the months ahead, but yeah, again, headlined by fans bring the weapons match for uh, the let's wrestle tag team titles. Uh, MSP defending against Alexander Lee and Mike McCarthy. Uh, any de- other developments that I've missed uh, since we talked last week? Uh, the only other thing signed for that, we've got a three-on-three tag team match. The Lovecraft family are going to take on Team Donkey Boy Bandit. And uh, to even the odds ringside, Drake Lovecraft is going to be handcuffed to Doug Weiser on the floor. So uh, hopefully we can uh, kind of mitigate Lovecraft and keep him at bay for a match here. And I will say that uh, I, I assume it's going to be case this weekend. You can see Donkey Boy Bandit live in Yarmouth uh, in, the, in the crowd and, uh, and working some of the tables, correct? You're damn right. He will not have his hat with him. As, uh, what? Drake, Drake Lovecraft took it. Oh, that son of a bitch. He's got the hat right now. So uh, the way I I told Donkey, we, we got to go shopping here at some point and try to get him something fresh, uh, at least in the meantime. But yeah, no orange hat, but the Donkey Boy Bandit will be in the house. Uh, that would be a great YouTube video. You and, uh, you and the Donkey Boy Bandit going shopping together. Stay tuned. I got a camera. <laughs> certainly do limitlesswrestling.com slash wrestle for those tickets but again we'll talk more about that show uh in the next month or so but before we go randy let's get to the international beat because last time we talked about rip bison anthony green uh over in japan the irony of these two being in japan at the same time given their heated rivalry in limitless wrestling randy but they're in two different promotions but uh both doing big things anthony green and jack morris not the former detroit tigers pitcher winning the GHC tag team titles over the weekend at pro wrestling Noah. So AG adding some hardware to, uh, to the trophy case. 
Yeah, that's got to be super cool, man. Uh, defeating Thatcher and Huxley over the weekend. Uh, huge show and just making history here with Jack Morris. The GLG, GHC Tag Team Champions. Uh, super cool moment for Anthony, who's put in a lot of time and effort with Pro Wrestling Noah over the past year. And uh, just what a crazy... Uh, what a crazy road it's been, you know, from getting signed to NXT and thinking that was probably it. And then when that was it, uh, making this transition and becoming a, not only a mainstay, but now a champion for such a company like pro wrestling. No, is really cool. And of course, uh, something else cool, former limitless wrestling world champion. I know former hearing that probably, uh, lights a fire in him. Rip Bison. Biggest is uh, Kyushi Pro debut officially against uh, former uh, Limitless Wrestling Town, of course, Let's Wrestle Town, Perry Von Vicious over the weekend as well. And have you seen footage of this yet? I haven't, but I did do some digging on mm. where this is going to be for fans if they want to watch this. Um, Rip said that Kyushu Pro, they're available on YouTube, and it's uh, I'm actually going to dig it up right now so I can tell you what it is so yeah type in uh kyushu pro k-y-u-s-h-u pro uh first one that pops up it's like a red ring logo symbol they upload all their shows and i don't know how timely the uploads are but they do upload all of their events uh seemingly on this channel so you'll be able to kind of follow along with the journey of rip bison uh he's got a title match coming up actually in this next week so wow. maybe we'll have two champions in Japan uh from the World of Limitless Wrestling which would be very cool but yeah uh Ripper uh, along with Perry Von Vicious made their debut in six man tag team action over the weekend and much more to come Interesting stuff is he working for other promotions there while he's there or just at Kyushu Pro I think it is just Kyushu Pro because uh I think where they're located in Japan too um, I think that's what's there. And I, I think that's what he, I think he's training in the dojo and he's working these shows. Oh, cool. Nice. Good stuff. We'll have more updates on that. And of course the weeks ahead, eighth anniversary show coming up under 40 tickets remain as of Wednesday morning. That number is going to be probably in half by the time you hear this. If you're going buy your tickets, they'll be available at the door for you. Buy them at limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets. Other plugs, of course, if you just need that limitless fix before the show, Mojo at the Dojo, that series ongoing. Of course, you can uh, watch the, the past seasons at YouTube, uh, Limitless Wrestling's YouTube page, and of course, Facebook, Limitless Dojo, IWTV, PMC Channel 5 at 8.30 p.m. in Portland and the greater Westbrook area on Fridays. Latest Limitless Wrestling content, you can see that there if you just need a little bit more. If you need even more, 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 IWTV. All types of past shows, of course, where you can watch live this weekend's 8th anniversary show if for some reason you can't make an attendance. Pluto TV for the first couple of seasons of The Road. You can see uh, the one and only Love Doug, as I mentioned before, and all types of other fun Limitless stars. And, of course, social media. Pay attention this weekend. LW Main on Twitter. Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver, LW on Twitter. Send me your 8th anniversary uh, congratulations, as I have. Josh Nason on Twitter, of course, and LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. It's coming up. Eighth anniversary show for Limitless Wrestling this Saturday night. Pack card. Surprises always. I mean, if the VLC taught you nothing, it's that you always expect the unexpected. A Limitless Wrestling show, and that's what's going to happen this weekend. For Andy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time, be limitless.